Welcome to 239 Uncensored. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond with your host, Tim Jurett. This podcast covers it all. Real talk on issues from real estate to real crime. Join the discussion on hot topics to politics. Don't get left behind. Be in the know about everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Welcome, 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 239 Uncensored Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. And we have a great guest. This is going to be an unbelievable podcast. We have Tamika Seaton with us. Tamika, how are you doing? I'm doing fine. Yes. How are you doing, Tim? It's so good to have you on here. It's It's been a while. It's been a while. Yeah, I mean, you were you came down to Naples to my uh, retirement birthday. party. That was yeah. great. My birthday. Yeah, that was party. awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, well, what do you think about the studio? Is this kind of uh, cool? The studio is cooler than cool. Yeah. Um, my daughter yeah. actually says she wants her house to look like this. The color scheme, guys, here is gray. White and red and black, right? Yeah, we kind of get that. I guess you'd say like that manly thing going. Yeah, or something it's like manly, that. but it's it's actually really really cool. I love it. The leather sofa, the the neon lights. Uh, they they change different colors. This is really really cool. I love it here. And I hear that um, two three nine uncensored uncensored. This facility is open to um, future nonprofits who might want to have a virtual event here. Yeah, that's one of the things we're doing. We're, you know, have, we really like the nonprofits, as, as you can imagine, mm-hmm. and we want to bring nonprofits in. We want to, you know, open the facility up. Uh, virtually, I think, is the way it's, you know, going to go. Yeah. So I think we, we want to get involved in that whole world and see how that goes. And, you know, it's, it's been such a fun time. I've been doing the podcast for about a year. And a little over a year. And it's just been a, a fun hobby that's turned into something that I think has really been helping yeah. the community. So it's really cool. And that's going to go right in line with what we're talking with you today. Yeah, about. absolutely. I'm really excited. Nonprofit is, uh, it helps the world go round, right? And yeah. nonprofits, fundraisers actually change the world. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. So let's talk a little bit about, I've known you for a long time. We won't say how long, but it's a long oh, time, man. right? What do, you, what do you think? It's, it's been, been a, at least I, I think 15, 20 years. Yeah. Maybe? Yeah. It's been a long time. We've no, been, no, no. I haven't been in, in, in Florida that long. When did you get to Florida? 2003 at the end of 2003. Okay. So it, it must've been close to that time. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe probably about five, five six, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So we went to school together. Hodges University. We got, we got business degrees, I believe. Yes, you know, and all yes, that stuff. Yeah. Go far. yeah. 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 And I, I finished up later with a little bit more, but it was, it was great. What a great experience. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It was really cool. I think, um, you sat next to me and, and I don't know, we just became friends. It was just really cool. What was really interesting about it, I was really surprised as to how many law enforcement officers were taking cl- management yeah. classes at Hodges University because at the time it was, a, I think it was a wheel program and we would go after school um, around five or six o'clock and um, stay until about nine o'clock and and then I think there was a Saturday class every now and then. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, and continued yeah. on. And it worked out well for yeah. us because we were able to work in, you know, like most people, right? Work, go to school. Yeah, I think yeah. that was great. And then the, it was a good opportunity. The only problem is with the wheel is you can't, you can't stop, which you I guess, I guess that was probably it's a good like a thing. Hamster though. Wheel. Yeah. You can't yeah. stop. You keep rolling and rolling. And you know, what's really cool about it all. Remember who our professor was? Yeah. He is the president yeah. of Hodges University. Dr. Myers. Yeah. That, how yeah. cool is that? Yeah. No, and he's a super guy. 
super guy. You want to hear something really cool I haven't told anyone yet? Ah. But I was just appointed to the Board of Trustees for Hodges University. Oh, congratulations. Right. Thank you. Thank you. I go to my first board retreat um, next month, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. That sounds good. Yeah. He is a super guy. He, he is. is. He is. He's su super nice. And uh, it's kind of neat to know that, you know, he was like our professor yeah. and then he becomes the president yeah that's yeah. pretty cool you can't beat that with a stick yeah so we know that you are the basically owner founder executive for your grow your own nonprofit. yes, or no, yeah, yes. It, grow your nonprofit. yeah grow your nonprofit. Yeah. it's a little tongue twister for me but that's like a really cool thing and yeah. that's what we're going to talk a little bit about Please. um so give me a little bit about your background and some of your experience wow where should I start I have been really blessed right so I've had a really interesting career because actually before I moved to the Naples area, I worked in retail at Nordstrom's in Redondo Beach, California. That's where I'm originally from, South Central. Yeah, Shout yeah, out yeah. to Compton. <laughs> <laughs> so from there, um, after banking, this, this is the weirdest thing ever. A dream. I had a dream. Something told me to wake up and go on Collier County government website and apply for a job. So I woke up and I applied for this job that I didn't qualify for. It was called a planning technician with the Metropolitan Planning Organization. Well, that's within Collier County government, the transportation department. And what we did, we planned uh, expansion of 75 bike lanes, sidewalks, population projection, right, for the, the growth, congestion management. So <laughs> I applied and I got the job. Yay. And I was, <laughs> yeah, so I was there. I worked there for about five years. Really, really great experience, met a lot of people. And then from there, I got an opportunity to uh, go and work as a public information officer for the city of Naples out of the mayor's office. That was a wonderful experience. Yeah. Who was the mayor then? Uh, mayor John Sorry. Oh, okay. He good yeah. guy too. Yeah, 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 yeah good yeah, guy. Yeah, good guy. Yeah, got yeah. That, that started. And um, I was able to host some delegations from uh, Russia, Saudi Arabia, and China. Wow. And I got to meet senators. And uh, I got to meet uh, Governor Rick Scott at the time. And it was really cool. I got to met, meet a lot of really cool people. So from there, I was always involved in, in volunteering. I used to plan the MLK parade. I remember one time I invited you out to the first Juneteenth event in the right, that right. I that was a long time. Ago. I still I yeah. still remember that picture yeah. that yeah. we took together. Yeah. I had a big afro. It was really <laughs> cool. Um, so from there, I got recruited with the Shelter for Abused Women and Children mm -hmm. as a fundraiser. And I said, well, I don't have experience as a fundraiser. They said, well, Tamika, we've seen you out in the community. You're a mover and shaker. You're always involved. You're at all the networking events. We think you can do this. I'm like, okay. So I took a leap of faith and I did it. And what was really cool about it is the first thing they did, they sent me to um, Indianapolis, the Indiana School of Philanthropy, one of the top fundraising schools in the country. I got my certificate there and came back and just learned on the job and Grew a lot of the programs. I worked with the Next Gen Committee. I was in charge of the Plan Giving Committee, the GADV, which is Gentlemen Against Domestic Violence. Wow. And just it was just, it was just an amazing experience. And I was so thankful that my first paid nonprofit experience was with the shelter because you're talking about an, an organization who knows how to do it right with stewarding donors, board of directors, annual commitment forms, a plan giving program, an endowment. Um, Engaging volunteers, a thrift store, which is a social enterprise, checking off all of the boxes. That's I didn't amazing. Know. Yeah. You didn't Still realize it when you were thrown into it. Yes. How the 
the benefits of it. Just oh. it's at it's like starting in the NFL at the top. Oh, <laughs> I like that. I like yeah, that. Starting, yeah, starting, starting, starting in the NFL, the top, the right. league, part of the league. So from there, I got an opportunity to um, become an executive director of a, an eye clinic, and was the only free eye clinic in the state of its kind. A lot of our patients were migrant workers, uh, workers uh, who worked in landscaping, and we were able to provide free eye care, eye exams, and eye surgeries. We actually had a surgery um, facility inside there. So it was just such an amazing experience. So after that uh, post ended, I said, you know what? I have a history of loving to solve problems. I love thinking outside the box and being creative. How about I go out on my own and do consulting and help the small startup and stagnant nonprofits grow their nonprofits? Right. So right. here we are today. Yeah. No, that's that's grow your nonprofit. Yeah. That's it. That's yeah. awesome. It, yeah. yeah. And then we, you know, we have a we're gonna show the website up here too for that. But you know, it's it's kind of neat because Naples for nonprofits and Fort Myers, the two three nine, two three nine, right? This is the place. I mean, people come oh from God. all over the world to try to get a little piece of, you know, and and I don't look at it as like everybody comes to Naples because there's the money here, which, which is true, but we just honestly have real giving people and they support their community. It goes all the way from, you know, the wine fest, all the, all the way through. It's just amazing. And the things that we have because of it, big brothers, big sisters, boys and girls club. I mean, it it goes on and on the shelter and a lot of hard work, but it makes our community that much better. Yeah. And that's one great thing about nonprofit. It is a lot of hard work, but when you think about the work you're doing and while you're doing it and the impact you're making in the lives of uh, some unfortunate, less fortunate people in the community, it makes it worth it when you get up and go to work in the morning. And instead of having a job that, oh, you're huffing and puffing and you can't wait to Friday to get off. I've never felt that way because I knew what I was doing was making a difference in someone's life. So it, it was, it's always satisfactory. Yeah, absolutely. And that's kind of why, I mean, we have the 239 Uncensored kind of joke around, have a lot of fun. And, you know, our podcast is fun. So what we do is like every three or four podcasts, we throw in something like this for, you know, nonprofit. Let people know what we're doing. Mm -hmm. Let people know what you're doing and what's going on out there. Because I think ultimately that's what brings the community together. And I think it's important to do that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, Together, we could solve a lot of the some of the issues in the community, nonprofits uh, really suit the bill big time when it comes to helping to solve problems. And of course, we couldn't do it without donors. Yeah. Donors are so generous, so generous. It's just amazing. How have you seen with the, well, you know, obviously the COVID impact is is huge. Um, how I we talked about a little bit before. Mm-hmm. How are we working around that and trying to work through that? Because people still want to give, you know, they do, but they sometimes maybe don't know how. We can't have all these big get-togethers. You know, things have have definitely changed. How? Well, well, first of all, nonprofits who have already have donors. Sometimes nonprofits don't always realize that the donor wants to give to your mission, and just because of COVID or maybe there was a downturn in the economy, they still want to give. Maybe they're not able to give as much, but they still want to give. But guess what? You have to ask. You cannot assume maybe because your financial situation has uh, taken a turn for the worse. That doesn't necessarily mean that your donor still doesn't have the capability, capability to give. So it's very important to 
keep in contact with your donor and let them know what's going on with your organization. And sometimes it's just a matter of picking up the phone and asking them how they are doing, not just calling them or contacting them when you want money for a particular event or sponsorship. How are you doing? Yeah. I don't want anything. I don't want anything. Just like a friend. Some of us, we don't say this a lot. Fundraisers don't say this a lot. But a donor nonprofit relationship is just like dating. You have to date your donors, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You have to keep them posted. Let them know the impact they're making. Um, What's the the, uh, saying? Um, Stories, statistics tell and stories sell. Mm -hmm. So tell them the stories about the lives that they're touching that they're impacting because of their gift. And no gift is too small because sometimes donor will test you. They may test you with $100 and you may ignore them, but they may have the capacity to give $500,000. But did you say thank you? Did you follow up with the letter? Did you follow up with the phone call? And you never know when it comes to plan giving, which means a donor can leave you in their estate plans. That could be huge. Yeah. So... You just but never if you, know. If you, if you, so basically what you're saying, the $20 is just as important as the 20000 oh. on how you respond and how you, you know, and, and it is anyway, right? Yes, you know, yes. Because somebody, it, it could equate to the same thing for somebody. You it, know? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to tell you a quick story, and this has nothing to do with the nonprofit world. But when I was in banking, this gentleman called me up. And he said he was new to town and he was asking about different checking accounts. And I answered all the questions he had. And I've always treated all my clients, anyone who called, just like they were A-lister celebrity, right? So he finally came in and he said, Tamika, I've called several different banks, so three or four or five banks, and no one could answer the questions I want. Most people tried to rush me off the phone. He said, I'm coming to bank with you because you're knowledgeable, you're friendly, and you make me feel like a million bucks. Well, later on, I come to find out this gentleman built his company, was a construction company, built built the Walmarts. Oh, nice. Big time. And then then I walked into his car. He was driving a Rolls Royce. There you go. And he he wore shorts, a T-shirt, and boat shoes. So you can never judge a book by its cover. And he became one of my top clients. Every time he came in the bank, he just wanted to see me. Yeah, that's great. That's a great yeah. story. And I do the same thing with in real estate because, you know, somebody would be like, hey, listen, I'm looking for a condo. I'm looking for something, you know, in the 200 range. Of course, in Naples now, that's kind of hard yeah, to find. Right? So, but listen, we'll spend as much time as we need to try to do this because this is so important for you yeah. to try to find something. I need, you know, mortgage. I need financing. I need take the time with those people. And, and I and I actually like working with those folks in in some cases more than the others because when they get that house, yeah, and they they're like, oh, I can't believe I got a yeah. I got a house. That's such a good feeling. Yeah. Whereas, whereas whereas on the other end, maybe it'd be like, yeah, it's just another house, right? You know, right. Uh, we're glad we got it, but you know, we're gonna tear it down and build a new <laughs> right. one, which is okay. Yeah, but um, you know, so but I, I think that, to your point is very important. And I like another thing you said that um, you know, I called a friend the other day and mm-hmm. I and I called him Al. Al Flanagan, I called him because I'm usually calling him. Hey, Al, you got a trailer? You got this? You got that? You know, help me do this. I called him up and it was kind of cool because I said, hey, Al, I'm just calling you because I got absolutely nothing I want from you. Oh, so, wow. it kinda, so it was kind of funny. Yeah. 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 But that, that's important, though, if, if you're in the in the nonprofit. And kind of cool, you you actually, um, 
are going to have a book that you're hoping to get released uh, 2021, which Correct. by the end, yeah. which is coming That's up. The goal. And the, yeah, and it's basically how to create a sustainable nonprofit. Yes, yes. So tell us a little bit about this book. Yeah, well, what's really cool about this book is a total of 11 chapters. And I start all the way from the beginning. Before you even start your nonprofit, if you're in that boat, a feasibility plan. Is it feasible to start this new nonprofit? Are, am I creating a duplication of efforts? Is there a nonprofit already doing the work that I want to do? Okay, let's say they're not. So is, would the community back me and support me? So we do that feasibility plan or your business plan. How do you, you test will. that? Well, usually when someone wants to start a nonprofit, they're usually touched by something. Maybe a family member okay. died of cancer, or maybe they were utilizing services and they saw that there was a gap in service. Okay. So there's usually they're usually touched by something personally or a friend or a family member. So and then they they see that there is a gap. So maybe they were just not aware of the resources available. So to see if there's a need out there. So maybe before you start your nonprofit, maybe you start servicing people and trying to help them and help them with resources and see if that's out there and see if there are other people who are in the same boat. They feel like there's a, a gap in services that need to be filled. So say you check all those boxes and you have that, you start your nonprofit, you, you, you receive your 501c3 and you go on to the next level. Now, after that, you want to create a, uh, put together a board. So we're looking at board matrix. Now, we just don't want our friends and family on the board just to, to warm the seats. And to tell you, you know, you're doing everything great, right? Correct. You need people from good uh, feedback. Feedback, right? So you need people from diverse backgrounds. When I say diverse backgrounds, perhaps you want someone in banking, maybe someone who is in marketing, uh, someone who was who was served as a board member at a nonprofit in the past, uh, someone who maybe is in retail. So you have a variety of different people who serve on your board and a participant. So if someone, say, if you're dealing with the abuse woman shelter, maybe someone who is a survivor, mm -hmm. so they know firsthand. So you have that diversity. And then once you move on, I say the first fundraiser should be with your board. So because how can a nonprofit go out and ask, for funding and not 100% of their board have, have financially contributed. Mm -hmm. So I say 100% of the board should donate even if it's $1. So now when I go out, I can say 100% of my board has, have contributed and they're there to get, give, and leverage the mm -hmm. organization. That means they're ambassadors. They're introducing at least two potential donors to the nonprofit per year. If you have a facility, they're touring the facility, they're learning more about the organization, and, and now you want to try to get them involved, and that's how you start to grow your donor base. So it's all connections. And then from there, a lot of nonprofits, the first thing they think about uh, when it comes to fundraiser are events. Well, there's nothing wrong with fundraising events, but guess what? That is the most expensive way to raise funds. Yeah, because you get a layout, right? Well, well, well it just a cost see, for the event. The cost. So, right. can you can right. you think about some of the costs associated with having, let's just say, a gala? Oh, I can't even imagine. You got place where you're going to hold it. Okay, okay. So, say if it's a hotel or banquet yeah, hall, yeah, you have the you banquet have that hall. Cost. Then you've got you know the rental of the every piece of equipment that's being used. Right. Then you've got the valet. You've got what do they what do they call them on the table? Oh, the centerpieces. Centerpieces. The centerpieces. I mean, that's just, those that's have to be gorgeous, nothing. right? And, you, and, and and I can imagine just the invites 
right? Those are going to be crazy, right? Yeah, you have the to mail those out. Expense of that. Because you can't just do it like email, which, which you could, right? You could. It has to be, you know, it has to be, you know, and they... And I've been on nonprofits. I still am Big Brothers, Big mm-hmm. Sisters. It's like what they look like is huge. You know, yeah. are they going to be cheap ones? Are they going to look yeah fancy? You know, how is that going to look? Yeah, yeah. So and then so I can imagine that's that's a huge. Yeah, you have dinner and then alcohol, right? So yeah, you have the drinks. Yeah. So that can is that going to be included? Is it not going to be included? Right, you know, right. And you have especially in Naples, you have to have the alcohol. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, a lot. Yeah, of that's how that's how the that's how you get these. Uh, you know, these, we have these auctions. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. good. A couple, a couple of drinks, people right. are having fun. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. So you have all those components, not to mention staff time. Yeah. All the hours and hours and hours. Some, sometimes we start, what, six months out planning an event. So all the hours that go into planning that event. Imagine those same hours planning, I mean, stewarding your donors, mm-hmm. letting them know the impact, um, recording testimonials of uh, participants of the lives been impacted, working on your plan giving program, all of those components. So let's just say you have an event, it's a signature event, and you've had it for 10, 20 years. You don't want to get rid of it because people come to expected snowbirds when they come in town, they like to dress up. So, okay, you have your event. So what do we do after the event? That's where a lot of nonprofits fall short. After the event is over, okay, we're done. Let's get ready for the next, next one. one. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right. So imagine right. if we had a staff or even we had a staff leading a team of volunteers just sitting down and saying, okay, going through the list of people, dividing that list and picking up the phone. Thank you, Mr. Z, for attending our gala a week ago. How did you like it? What did you think? Did, what did you think about our mission? What, what did you think about the participant who came up and spoke? Is there anywhere that you think you might want to get involved? We have lots of volunteer opportunities. Now get them involved. So now you have a, a future donor instead of a transactional donor. Right. Because that transactional donor is probably only there, that person probably bought a ticket. Maybe they bought an auction item. Or maybe there's just year be, there because someone sponsored the table and they were a guest of the table. So they'll never see and hear about you again. So now you want to transfer that relationship over to the nonprofit. Because if you purchased a table as my friend and you invited Sydney. Well, that's your relationship. But if I transfer that relationship with Sydney over to my nonprofit, say our mission is no longer, you don't believe in us anymore, you go somewhere else. Right. We still have that relationship. Whereas if we didn't transfer that relationship, that relationship leaves as well. So we want to continue on transferring Follow up. follow up, right? Follow, follow up, up and feedback. Plus, they might have a good idea, right? They might have a good idea. And, you know, a lot of times, once they come, go, you work, everybody gets in a meeting afterwards, and we all talk about how good it was yeah. or how bad it was or whatever, but we never really ask our people. We don't. You know, they they may, th- may have thought yeah. that maybe the program was too long or they really didn't understand your mission after all. But having that one on one conversation after the event, you'll be surprised. And some people, um, will say, wow, thank you. No other nonprofit has ever done that before. You'll be very memorable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, that's great. And I think we all have the intent to do it. Because yeah. that's the same in real estate, right? So we go and, we, you know, we sell the home. Number one thing they want you to do is follow up with your mm-hmm. buyers and mm-hmm. sellers and whoever. But we all go to the next one. And then right. before you know, it's a year later and you're like, who was that? You know, who bought that house again? Uh-huh. So the reality is it's 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 a tough thing, but it's it's a required necessity right? to do. I think to be, like you said, to go the next level, take it to the next exactly. step. Exactly. Because it's more expensive in your case to gain a new client 
than it is to keep the one you're yeah, with happy. Right. Just as a donor, it costs more money to gain a new donor than it is to just keep the one you have by engaging them and stewarding them and keeping them updated on your mission and the impact they're making. Because what's the next step after a major gift in, in lifelong giving? Planned giving, mm-hmm. leaving us in your estate plans. Because within the next, I say, 10 to 20 years, there will be a, a transfer of wealth where the, 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 the wealthy people who have been giving to a particular nonprofit, they will go on to be with the Lord. And perhaps when their wealth is transferred to, say, their children or grandchildren, they may believe in a different mission, a different cause. And guess what? All of that donations, the money, it's, it goes it away. It goes, goes to somebody else. And, yeah. and we, we do have an aging population here in Naples, so we need to really be cognizant of that. That's important. And it's something you, not everybody likes to talk about in a meeting. But the reality is everybody's going to go. We Something we yeah. know. We're all coming in. We're, we're all going out. Like, we just don't know exactly yeah, where. I want to stay forever. It's, and it's a great time. To, we, got, we, we got your daughter in, in here today. Yes, Sydney. Sydney. And, oh, and she is, she's 21. Sydney, come, Ooh, come up. Happy birthday, Sydney. Please come up on camera. She's and, working. And, and give, give your mom a hug. Happy and birthday just, to you. Happy, happy birthday, Sydney. We've got, her, we've got her in here. She's like really embarrassed probably right now, but we, we think she's great. And she's 21. Give me five. Happy birthday. Yeah. And, and 21. 21. She's finally oh, oh. officially to do, officially, <laughs> what's the word, official to do the things she's already been doing anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now there you it's go. just official. Yeah. And I like to say that Sydney actually joined me with Grow Your Nonprofit as my administrative assistant. So we're teaching her how to do, write e-newsletters and some marketing and following up with some, some clients. So I'm really excited to have her on our, our team. Yeah, and you're going to be good. Because um, I've got Diana. I don't think we have the Diana cam up, but we we got Diana here, and she's these young folks are amazing, oh, amazing, amazing, right? So they they know everything. Like I'm like I'm looking at the Facebook. I'm like, how do I do this? Right? Diana just starts laughing at me, like, give me that thing. Right? Let me have anything. It's great, and uh, to be young at 21, oh my to god, have, and, you know, to get in with your mom because. We kind of skipped over a little bit, but we we have rubbed elbows at almost every function yeah. in Naples for the last. 20 years anything that's anything that we go to we always see each other so that's been great but to have the opportunity to you know work with your mom and and get to meet a lot of people it's really cool and and you know what's really cool i don't know if you you we mentioned this here and i I know your your audience know but you were you're retired collier county deputy sheriff yeah yeah yeah, Yeah, so isn't that cool that we would be like have a like a cool friendship out of all these years yeah yeah no 31 years at the sheriff's office i did yeah 31 years yeah so i did you start when you were 15 i I was in the military believe it or not 22 22 yeah yeah and i'm only 39 now so i don't know how i I just turned 22 you do the math that's good but no um yeah so we've been been, 31 years it was a greatest time the wow. retirement is awesome i love it like i said though i've been working a little bit with the real estate's been keeping yeah. me busy this is fun this is a good hobby this is good. having I'm, you I'm, come out yeah. i want to say thank you yeah. so much for allowing me to come on your show yeah, no. this platform thank you for your friendship all, over the years you you have not changed you are the same tim i met Aww. from day one yeah anytime i've i call you or i saw you you always hey to me like you're like you're actually I don't know if you're really happy to see me or not. Of course but I you am. pretend you are. Of course I and am. That, that's that's yeah. really cool. So I appreciate well, that's what I friends appreciate are all you. About. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, thank you. No, thank and you. I'm so proud of you. I mean, because you could have easily just retired and just working on your tan at the beach. Yeah. But you you hear you have this, you're still very active in the community. You still care and love about the community. Oh, thank and you. you you I see you, you're still helping the next generation come up. 
So, so thank you for being an well, awesome you. human being of God. Yay, <laughs> thank, you, thank you. Thank you so much for coming in. I'm sure we're going to be doing a lot of work together. Actually, I hope so. we had some good discussion about how we can, you know, take things to the next level yeah. with the virtuals and you doing what you do. And, you know, I think this, this is just unbelievable. And then obviously there's, you know, the website, I, I know Diana had it up there earlier. Uh, you know, a lot of good things. Website's great. And I know for a fact that, you know, if you go with Tamika, you're going to be successful because she just like got Thank so you. much energy. Yeah. You know, at 23, she's doing great. Yeah. Woo. <laughs> Daughter's 21. She's 23. <laughs> yeah. Right. But no, that's great. So yeah, well, let's wrap it up. And then we'll, what we'll do is we'll, we'll plan for another one okay. and then everything big that comes, just let us know. Okay. We can also do it where you can call in. You know, Ooh, and then we could like do Facebook it. lives and oh, all that like good that. stuff. So yeah, I like that. yeah, awesome. Well, maybe can, can how can we do Facebook live? Because I just got a new office and I'm really excited yeah, about no, my office. Yeah, we can do it. So basically, we we go live and you call in and you can you can show us around a little bit. That'd be great. I like yeah, that. yeah, I like yeah. that. Very cool. Yeah. All right, all right. Two, three, nine. That's sensitive. Everything Southwest Florida and beyond. Thank you, Tamika. And we always go. We are out here. <laughs>